second. All right, I got it. We're live. Hey, y'all. What you sipping on tonight? Girl, it's, you don't even want to know. <clears throat> oh, okay. <laughs> it's coffee. <laughs> oh, okay. Is it I'm coffee, a, really? Girl, I'm a coffee addict. At night? Yeah, I got shit to do at night. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, like, I know that they exist. I know people who drink coffee at night exist. I never thought you were one of those people. I didn't think I was one of those people either, girl. I didn't think so either, but here we are. Here we are where I have at least two cups of coffee a day or I'm not going to function properly. Oh, wow. I know. God, I'm addicted to caffeine. Mm -mm -mm. Well, I'm pulling up something that I want to talk about tonight. Um, Should have been more prepared. I'm trying to find the amount. Anyways, I guess we could just hop right on into it. The amount? What's going on? Well, I'm yeah, like the the the, <laughs> the lawsuit, the lawsuit amount. Oh, okay. Like you're about to give us. I was the trying money, to girl? get like the exact amount, but oh, it's a lot. We can yeah, just estimate. because okay, so well, okay, so what we're talking, what we're about to get into, is the defamation case against Tasha K from Cardi B. Cardi B sued Tasha K. For those of you who do not know Tasha K, she is a, I don't know, what would you call her? Like a podcaster, a YouTuber? Um, she is a YouTuber what's the title? slash, um, I would just say she is like a blogger, um, but on a bigger platform, like Wendy Williams, but for YouTube. She does but for YouTube. interviews. She's very, very messy. She comes very hard at celebrities she um that is her style that's her style basically she's like a you know the inquirer back in the day when the inquirer yeah. would just put anything out and you wouldn't even yeah. believe it really that's kind of what her channel is so far far-fetched yeah. yeah that's what her channel is known for on youtube yeah so anyways so that's who tasha k is and she cardi b sued tasha k there it is no secret that cardi b has had this ongoing battle with Tasha K against things that Tasha K has put in the media, put out there for all of us to, to tune into. Some of it has been what I would say is things that we all knew anyway through other means of, you know, social media. It could be the shade room, it could be Hollywood report, it could be anything. And, you know, but then there was stuff where, you know, it was only in my mind, I would feel like. Tasha K kind of heard it first. And so yeah, she would release yeah. it. So it would she be has like, broken okay, a lot of stories. Like, I mean, I know a lot of her stuff is un, <laughs> unprovable because it's like hearsay, but some of her shit, I heard it from her channel first. And then it went really big, yeah. like on Shade. And then Rose. it goes big. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she fought. So Cardi B and her have always gone kind of back and forth. There's been reports that, you know, um, Cardi B, uh, you know, she was no longer, Tasha K was no longer even able to report on Cardi B. Like, I mean, really, there's been things with Cardi B in the media where Cardi B has had a lot of people's stuff taken down or reported. And so, you know, Cardi just don't play, apparently. So in recent news, we learned that Tasha K 
was sued by Cardi B and she actually lost this case. Um, Not only did she lose the case, but she also is to pay Cardi B near $4 million in damages and um, pain and suffering. So this is pretty big. Um, Apparently, I guess from what I was told and what I read from the snapshots, the fine line between the actual just reporting what everybody kind of already knows and then what was found amongst in this particular lawsuit was the fact that Tasha K was reporting things that she admittedly knowingly knew were not true. She, Tasha, K, Tasha K in the reports in the case had even said, I knew that Cardi B did not have you know, this STD and I still reported it. I knew that she didn't da 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 and I still reported it. And apparently that was the fine line from we all have free speech, freedom of speech, whatever we can, you know, we should be able to say things. But on the other hand, that was where that line got crossed. And that's how Cardi was able to win in this particular instance. So I think this changes things a lot for YouTubers and podcasters and um, the way in which now we're all going to have to be able to report things. I'm not saying that, you know, people aren't going to be able to still be them and do what they do. But I do think that this case is kind of like, you know, I'm going to make an example out of this you know yeah for um, sure it it sets it sets precedents for future cases so they're going to refer to this if anything were to happen in the in the future but the thing about it like you said Tasha K admitted her own guilt because when she when the when all the allegations had come out initially about Cardi B having herpes or whatever the the allegedly it was it came from an interview that Tasha K had did with one of Cardi B's former um uh girls she used to dance with and hustle with allegedly you know what I'm saying so when when the information had first leaked it leaked on her platform but Tasha K fucked up because after the interview had went viral because Cardi B had came to her and her people tried to get her to take down the video, Tasha K got mad and was like, yeah, I don't care. I don't care if she's lying or not yet. I don't believe her. She probably is lying. I think she is lying, but I'm still going to do it, bitch. Like she kind of did it so arrogantly. So it's kind of just like, had she just kept her and, and you can kind of tell now, if you go to her page, she's kind of gotten back to her original thing, which is just kind of interviewing people. Cause you let that stuff come out the horse's mouth. And it's just like, I'm just the medium for that like us for instance we don't really break no news over here we talk about news that has already been broken we talk about shit that's already out so it's just like she played herself because at first she was just breaking what other people were saying allegedly or not but when she got her personal emotions involved she started to let things seep out of spite and it bit her in her ass it just bit her in her ass because a lot of things like when it comes to like um tmd and stuff you know what i'm saying they don't put that they don't release anything until they have a source to blame it on they're not going to say we broke something they say we have a source that told us right they always want to have sources close to kim (laughs) k sources close to so and so you know it's always sources 
exactly. Tasha took it personally. And instead of refraining, you know what I'm saying? What do you call it? Objective. And it's just like, I don't care which way it goes. She got really personal with it and put her own opinions mm. in on it. And was like, yeah, I don't think it's real. And I don't care if it's fake. And I'm still going to put it out. And there's nothing you can do about it. It was just like a spiteful thing. And she didn't think Cardi B was really going to push it to the level that she pushed it to. And all I got to say is from what I've heard about the court cases and Cardi B's testimony, I'm just going to say, yes, I feel for the girl. But at the same time, it's kind of just like Cardi was laying it on thick. Like, I don't I do not think this situation really affected Cardi B's life to the point where she lost money or like the relationship between her and her man, because it's like that relationship was already flawed. You've already been beating up girls because your man's been cheating publicly. Like, the good lawyers is all I can say. Good lawyers. I think she was presented with the opportunity to really like do something um, that she felt she really could win. And, you know, here we are. Yeah, because she um, said she was. Point, they said she was crying in court, and she said that she it, this whole situation messed up the physical relationship between her and Offset. Like she didn't feel comfortable having sex with him. She didn't feel like she was a good mother to her child. She said that she was depressed. She couldn't get out of bed. Like she she said it was a lot, specifically because of Tasha K. Why she had all this pain and suffering. And I'm just like, I don't know how much of that was specifically Tasha K or the fact of Tasha K was only talking about you and your mess because your man was out here running them up and everybody was talking about it. Yeah. So it was just like, yeah. And that's I one see, of the things, you know. Well, and that's one of the things that I I will never understand is <laughs> how we as individuals, specifically women, we will put attention we will be so upset with the other woman with someone speaking about your business um you know and all these things and we're just so hurt and we're so like oh my god but we're not mad enough to be or to leave a situation you may leave but you always come back you may you may even have another you know like it's just really it's really alarming to me because I'm like even when it comes to, and this is just me generally speaking, if I was voluntarily participating in a relationship that was already on stilts in Rocky and, you know, somehow it got out, you know, that, you know, my business is out there, whatever the case may be, I then, I may feel a little bit worse about it just because I'm like, okay, it's now beyond just our household. But I can't really say like, that person then makes me, you know, crazy, suicidal, all these things, because it's not you who did that to me. It's, yeah. it's the person I'm with that actually did the behavior for you to even discuss. I know so, that's what I'm saying. Like all that so was it's like, am I, I'm ignored. mad at you for talking about it. And now I'm, you know, having to do therapy and I, I'm questioning my life and my choices and all these things, but I'm not questioning my choices with the person that I'm with, I'm not. That's causing not, to be in these headlines. That's like, causing me to be crazy. That's causing me to be depressed. Like, I'm just really lost in that. I I don't think I'll ever understand it. Yeah. 
that's what's really crazy to me. But, you know, she has good lawyers, of course. And Tasha was a fool to not settle out of court. Like, I don't know what she was thinking about. Um, I don't know what type of representation she got. You know, people also have been talking in, she, in the street. Do you think she has that money? Um, Because everybody says I she think, makes a lot of money. Then you have people saying, no, she ain't got me. She's I think not, she has she's good, seen, but I think she has seen that much money. I don't want to put my hands in her pockets. I don't know if she's been saving, investing or whatever, but I know they said her house is worth at least like 1.3 or something that a house she had just bought like in the last few years. Um, so I, for all I know, I don't know. I'm sure she has enough to come up with some sort of payment plan that she could work something out. I'm sure that's probably not an issue. The bigger issue really is just, um, her endorsement deals, her sponsorships, because she has a lot of those. And, um, hopefully I know she said she took down the videos that Cardi B was like upset about, but hopefully they don't go any further and she may have to like take down her whole channel or nothing like that. Cause then that would be, that'd be crazy, you know, but I mean, it's a blessing and a curse because like now Tasha K is so widely known, like who knows what opportunities may come more. Yeah, even, even if it's infamously, her. you know what I'm saying? Like good or bad publicity is still publicity. So you just never know. Well, and when you really think about it too, um, when you really think about things, it's like, you know, even the Wendy Williams, you know, Wendy had to walk so we all could run, you know, when, meaning, and I say that to say like she, Wendy was by no means, even till this day, she's not really liked because mm-hmm. of her style and for the things that she speaks about and all that kind of stuff and I'm sure she has been um sued for different things because you know she was Girl. The, the first one to kind of even break out in this type of thing That's but um I'm saying. So, you know the- again it doesn't always have to be end all be all this could be a really great thing yeah. for Tasha but it's also um, just like we're in this new day and age like the 90s is so far gone because it's just like back in the day bro they could say whatever the fuck they wanted to say about you like you know how many crazy headlines we we read about like Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston and just everybody it like was more, I with think no it was proof so back, well and I think it was more so too back then it's like if it did get out we waiting on you outside to beat your ass or I'm gonna have my cousin I may not do it but I'm gonna have Tito and my cousin and him you know act Girl, crazy. who you was know it was it like total or or one of those groups yeah, wanted to jump Wendy Wendell yeah yeah girl it was ready to beat her ass there ain't no telling who else you know amongst all that was just in the scene but I'm sure because you know back then it was all about blows it was like you know I'm beat you up and fuck you up you know I know nowadays we run to social media we're crying <laughs> on social media we're telling the fans all of this stuff instead of dealing with the source directly um it's different girl like shit said, is it's crazy different. it's yeah. different now because I honestly feel like I mean of course in the long run Cardi B won because she got her little three point what I 3.8 million which is really cardi b just did that to piss her off because she what is the, it was the principal what's three million for cardi b. the money it was yeah. the principal right exactly but it's like i hope it was worth it for her because it's just like i feel like had she just ignored it would we even even would we even be talking about it you know what i'm saying would anybody even remember it had cardi b just never even reached out to tasha k never talked to tasha k it's like it would she would just be another one of these million youtubers and nobody would even think twice about it so it's kind of just like her engaging with tasha k kind of just made it larger than what it really had to be well and i feel like too on top of that just to add to what you just said 
it's almost kind of like, was it? I mean, I guess it was bothering you that bad <laughs> for you to like, you, you really are losing sleep. You really might be stressed the fuck out. Even though, even though we as a generation have moved on from this news, like you are still like, yeah, you know, you had a whole nother baby with him. You survived breakups, divorces, well, on the brink of divorces. Like you had your, your marriage and relationship has withstood hell, Yeah, you know, over and over again. So for whatever Tasha K's involvement in all of this is, she really must be on your mind heavy because that lets me know she was watching she was watching her ass she watched everything she ever said about her and she was like oh i'm gonna get this bitch (laughs) i mean you just could not sleep until you got this bitch under the grave at this point so again i stand corrected you know this this probably bothered you this probably was worse you than anything offset has ever done yeah but it's just like if you think about it i just feel like i feel like the only way you can really get that pissed about something is if you know it's like some truth to it you know like if somebody is saying some far-fetched shit it's just like okay (laughs) okay. it's like (laughs) yeah okay i'm like like candy like okay i'm in a dungeon you know what i'm saying but if she wasn't in a dungeon it was a joke so she turned it into like a profitable thing it was like okay i'm gonna do this a little jokey joke it's it's not i don't know it's just cardi b still is deeply hurt by what happened um to her and i hope that situation is in the past but um yeah that's a lesson learned tasha k learned her lesson and you know cardi b i hope this this never happens again like the embarrassment because clearly you know social media really really affects her yeah yeah i mean i not listen you know i I, i've always said i don't want to be famous i don't yeah who knows how that feels yeah i don't care to have it i don't want it i i i I really don't want fame if there was ever a time that i wanted fame if if there ever was a time in the 90s these days i do not want it would have been 90s 80s like it would have been around that time when it was really cool to be famous now it's just i mean you literally could just speak on somebody it blows up and now you gorilla glue girl you know Now you go down in history. I mean, the title, the, what is the requirement to be famous and to be I'm known. She was pissed that I think she reached out to Cardi or Nicki Minaj's team because she didn't want to hop on a track with her. And I'm it's just like, girl, you are known for Gorilla Glue. Like, why would Nicki Minaj want to be on a track? I'm done. Did you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? This is why I don't be believing nothing. Because you can't tell me Gorilla Glue Girl did not plan this. Like, I'm sorry. This was for clout. This was for clout and to get out there. But girl, I mean, people that at least what I will say is for our generation, I think I feel as though we were the last generation to really appreciate the true essence of 90s, 80s, all of the, like we understand it. We're not you know, we understand it. 
<clears throat> and Once we leave the means, 1900s, it's over. What it means to actually have talent, what it means to actually have an expectation to rise above to, to um, even when I think about American Idol, you know, just the purity of that show, like, you know, from <laughs> reality TV to now we're doing other kind of crazy shit. Like it's just become crazier and crazier. And I feel like, you know, the more people um, do crazy shit, the more we support it. You know what I mean? We don't, you know, we don't want a good Whitney Houston, you know, we want a train wreck who just has a good beat. You know what I mean? Like it's all, it's just real. It's weird. It's really weird times right now. It's real weird. Talking about weird and talking about, you know, artists from way back when, I got got to mention all this Britney Spears shit. I am just, (laughs) Britney has had enough. Okay. Britney has had a motherfucking enough. Girl, I don't want to say take social media from her because she's had everything taken away and stripped from her. But (laughs) Britney. I don't know when this started or what happened, but all I know is when damn Jamie Lynn Spears, her little sister, got her ass up on that interview. I don't know what she said on the interview. I only saw a few clips. I don't know, but it, it pissed Brittany the fuck off enough where she went to social media and she let everything out from way back when she said she'd been working her ass off for her whole family. They never let her have a break. And now they want to be selling stories for books. She said she should slap both of them, her and the mama in their fucking faces. I said, Girl. oh my God, Brittany. She, Girl, I was too through. I read every last word of that too. I did too. <laughs> and I feel like every time she posts something, it's always, it's a dissertation because she has a lot she has to get out. Girl, I hope she um, has someone I, close to her that she can depend on because her mental health is at an alarming point place right now you know what I'm saying if she feels like her whole family has turned against her as funny as it may be and it is funny that she's going the fuck off on them and I'm sure they deserve it in some right you know what I'm saying because we don't know what happened especially with these childhood stars and a lot of these families they use their kids to make all this damn money and then the kids have these you know frayed relationships my thing is who is there with her? Because I know she was in a conservatory ship or something. I think she got let go. I don't know what the situation is there, but I just feel like she has no one around her. If she's not talking to her mama, she's not talking to her sister. Who does she have? Like, I'm worried for Brittany, (laughs) you know, we all are. We grew up on her. She's a 90s icon. And everyone that I grew up on in the 90s is just, I hold very dear to my heart. And I just, I don't want nothing. We're seeing crazy headlines every day. I do not want to see anything crazy has happened to Britney Spears. Crazier than what's already been going on. You know, I feel like, I don't know. So, I don't know what the proper okay let me let me preface it with this I don't know what it's like one to have fame at two to have fame at the level of Britney Spears at her plight like we all I don't know too many people who didn't like Britney Spears of any nationality yeah I love Britney Spears and so 
you know, we, we, we loved her. She was what it would, what she called the, the pop a princess, the princess of pop or whatever her label was. She was just, she was great. She was huge. And then it was kind of like, we saw her spiral a little bit or a lot, you know, when she shaved her head, we, we saw, but you know, there's a lot of people that do crazy shit, right? There's a lot of rock stars pop. So we all kind of be like, damn, that's fucked up. And then we kind of move on. Um, and then we kind of just didn't see her. And then it was like, she was in this conservatorship. And then, you know, and so now I feel like within the last year, we, it, it was brought to the media again, like, you know, she's in the conservatorship. We want to release her from it. And then now she's released because we all were like, this is messed up, which it was like the stuff that from what I read that her dad was doing and her family was doing, it seemed like she didn't really have anybody in her corner. That's what it seemed like to me. She didn't have anybody in her corner because she could not make literally any decisions. And I don't even know how many years she was in the conservatorship, but to me, in my mind, I picture it as if someone is in isolation in jail. When they put you, when they put you on punishment, and you go down to the dungeon because you can't be around the general population. Like, um, even if you're not crazy, that would make a sane person crazy to like have everything stripped away. You can't have any access to anything. Yeah, you can't do anything. Yeah. And so, I'm torn from. I've always, I, ever since I've known about the case and, you know, kind of got a little bit more into it, I'm like, oh my God, this is so wrong. She needs to be free. Like, this is fucked up. But then now that I see her out in the public, I'm like, I'm like, I, I wish that there was some sort of like transition. So to your point, like who in her life is like a true friend? Who in her life could she really trust? And I'm not talking about her boyfriend or, cause you know, these, I'm, I would be skeptical of anybody next to Britney Spears just because she's all she's only had people to take in in my mind that have been family and close and all the things so I'm thinking like I wish that she had somebody and she might I, this is me just thinking I wish she had like a transition where you got out of the conservatorship but you also had something or someone like a transition plan where you're kind of like introduced back into reality like she to, just to needs help to get her, her she needs like therapy or something or or get into her spirituality something anything but I just feel like my whole thing with the conservatorship or whatever the hell it's called it's just like they only do shit like this when you have money you know what I'm saying like y'all don't try to do this to your broke family members who who are going through some mentally hard times you know what I'm saying you only want to take away their fucking rights and control them when you can control that damn bank account and it's just like it, it says a lot that even if the court order is not there that just as family members they're just not supporting her you know what I'm saying and I feel like they could be bitter because maybe they don't have access to her money right now it, it could be a lot of stuff going on but mm-hmm. I just feel like money has a lot to do with it unfortunately so always she probably don't have nobody really she can trust and that's what I'm saying it just sucks because if you and this is what I say about people not even Britney Spears I say this about people who um especially like athletes or people who go from like you know just you're regular and you're just now famous mm-hmm. you know it's you're always gonna have people around you when you have money you know people are just gonna be around and even if you don't have money if you have the fame if you have power you know, you're always going to have people, which I feel like are your yes people, but yeah. you always, everyone should have their core one or two and maybe five 
whoever it is that kept you grounded when you were on the come up, if they hadn't already left or, you know, whatever fallen out with you, but it always helps when you have those few people on your rise up. So that way they're like, you know, they kind of keep you grounded. And a lot of times people don't have that. You either, you either fell out before you made it because of their, of their own projections or money and success changes people. Like even at, even us, like at our small level of success, like, I mean, we're, we're successful in our own right. We Because dealt, it's, it's the people that, that see, but it's, yeah. and I feel like it's the people that see your potential. So like, we, we don't have the money yet. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not, you know, uh, but just even the trajectory of things can make people nervous. Like, oh, that's I'm so I'm used saying. to this person. Yeah, that's what I agree with. Yeah. You, that's what I'm so saying. Imagine, so I get it. Imagine I get it. on a larger, imagine you were the fucking number one, whatever, for however many years making bukus and bukus of money. Like I, I can only imagine how many people you fall out with. Like yeah. I, I would. I mean, I don't have that many people in, in my life anyway. So if I did make it, I wouldn't have a lot more people to fall out with because I'm already down to, this many right but but what even I not even is, falling out people coming into your life with like exactly do the they want to really with me the or new, do they just exactly they looking for a, it's a whole new thing yeah but I I but when I see people that were friends like and I can say for Rihanna and her best friend I think her name was Melissa yeah when I do see that I'm that's always so nice. like that's real as hell that's real as fuck mm-hmm. because you yeah. don't some people just can't have not can't but they don't have that yeah and I'm sure no matter how famous and it's not because Melissa wants to be Rihanna like they're friends because they're friends like I, I don't want your life I, I truly support you she's a real one she's literally a real she's one because a real after right. all these years she has never chased clout with for Rihanna she has never she's done played anything. her part Rihanna and every time I'm sure Rihanna has gone through something whatever it's always like, this is my girl. I feel back at home. Like I feel like, I know I'm Rihanna now, but when I'm with her, I'm, I'm just, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Home girl. And I think, home, yeah. And I, it's just sucks that, like I said, I wish Britney had someone like that because in anybody with fame, you know, some, a lot of people probably have it, but a lot, there's a lot that don't. So in Britney Spears, from my opinion, I feel like she doesn't have anybody I know there. it seems that way girl it's she just... might she might but yeah I think she's just so far gone based on this isolation of all these years yeah she's probably still stuck in the Britney that she was locked up at yeah like you know what I'm saying but like, what I can probably- say from what I'm reading she doesn't sound crazy like I can follow what she's saying I feel what she's saying. She just sounds very emotional, like, like in a rage, you know what I'm saying? But it doesn't seem like far-fetched what she's saying. It doesn't seem far-fetched, Mm-mm. but it also doesn't seem all the way like she got all her marbles either. Like, sure. It sounds like, like when you're angry texting, you know, when you're angry texting and you're misspelling things, but it's like, you're, you have a point and it's like the specific things that she was bringing up. It was like, things that she probably been wanting to say for a long time because they were very specific to like shit that happened in the past so 
I just no. need whoever, uh-huh. I just need her to get these raccoon eyes together with this mascara and this eyeliner. You know, at this point, I don't even care. Like, just clean that up because when you be posting these pictures with your fully naked and you got your nipples like this and For, you got running. No, I mascara, forgot about the pictures. I, I mean, forgot you all look about psycho. The you look psycho. You don't look well. Girl, you I know, forgot all like, about the pictures. I ain't gonna girl, lie. You, she doesn't look stable. So if she can just. Now the pictures are questionable. Up, the pictures if are you questionable. Can call makeup by mario kim help her out i don't know but, but she's still she'd be dancing and stuff i could say that she still is you know moving and active um <laughs> she, she was, she'd be doing her little two-step you know the britney thing and i think <laughs> that's always good but yeah she i don't think that, that she has left the time that she got locked she got her right taken away. Right, I think right. she is still mentally in there. that space. Yeah, yeah. Because she, she doesn't even know how to operate and exist in this new world because yeah. she's been sheltered. So she's right now, she's just trying to acclimate herself to all this. But in her mind, she's still going, you know, so dance has always been a part of her. So of course, she probably was dancing this whole time because it's an outlet for her, you know? um I just yeah so just all I can just clean you got girl you got all the money you got all the money clean it up I want to see the Britney you know that way when you do come out and you do start to go off on all these rants the look and the everything will kind of you know what I mean but you can't look disheveled and be out here just going you know what I mean that's all I'm saying that's all I'm saying Y'all just pray for Brittany, y'all. Just pray for Brittany. Prayers. Oh, love, and I still, even, even with the stuff, I still love her. I love Brittany. Don't have a problem with Brittany. Play her little doo-wop box. I'm still stuck back there too. Love, love her and Justin. Like, I love that era. Yeah. God bless her. Praying for her. Um, oh Lord, who else are we praying for? Um, we I also want to mention. Regina King's son, prayers up to her and her son. You know, he committed suicide, unfortunately, like earlier this week or last week. And it's very tragic. I think he's like 26 years old. So still very young. And, um, you know, uh, you sent me the story earlier um, of the Miss, former Miss USA. I believe her name is Chelsea, Chelsea or Chelsea, Chesley. Christ or something like that, Chris. Yes, I, I'm not sure how uh, to pronounce her name, but uh, Chelsea Chris. I think you were right the first one. Yeah, she also unfortunately committed suicide and jumped from a building in New York. Um, yeah, she was one of the the most recent Black Miss Black Miss USA's, I think, in 2019. Miss USA of 2019. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So she sad. From- um uh, uh she was only 30 yeah only 30 Chelsea Christ cry Chelsea Christ uh first, 30 years um, old lawyer um yeah she was a practice you know, attorney so like very accomplished and very accomplished oh it's just um, very sad you know and I think one of the and she jumped from a 29th building floor but building her apartment building in New York 
and she her last post this was what got me was oh her last post it's so eerie Girl. um she posted 14 hours ago um a, a selfie or like a beautiful headshot um mm. that the caption read may this day bring you rest and peace oh, so one eerie. one can assume that she posted this and it coincided with moments later her jumping off of yeah she wrote a a note and everything Um, she did write a note she (sighs) left a note um, saying that she wanted all her belongings to be given to her mother um in the note they did say that there was no motive um you know written as to what why she was about to do what she did um but you know from what I read too she's apparently been dealing with mental illness and depression for years um she even said something about to kind of counter that she would always get up at 6 45 and go work out like she would have a rigorous schedule that helped kind of take her mind like as long as she was busy and she kind of kept to the schedule which makes sense right like because you keep everybody tells you that they're like okay distract yourself you know think positive change your mindset do something for you makes you feel good so I can kind of understand why she would maybe be like this is what I need to do so I don't have time to think about whatever um but you know you just never know what people are going through um and shout out to you know Regina King you're she's in our prayers as well you know like you said her her son Ian um died committing suicide as you just mentioned and my god you know I think he was what 29 or something like that too like he's in his 20s I think 26 um whole life ahead he was the only child so oh my god I can't even imagine you know um and I don't know it's 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 real out here it's getting more real because of like we've talked about in previous shows COVID has not helped if anything it's isolated more people um some people love the isolation I've talked to several people that are like I girl, I live my life this way anyway. This is just already how I was living anyway. And then you had some people that they kind of thrived off human interaction and family gatherings or just gatherings in general. And then, you know, we kind of went in this like quarantine phase and there's people that have been alone um, and lonely, lonely and alone. And so I just don't know what people are doing. Um, Yeah, so I don't know. I just say be kind. I think I just would say be kind to everybody because, you know, um, I also think that, and my sister and I were just talking about this the other day about giving people compliments. She's always like, Mia, you know, as much as I tease you about giving everybody compliments, because she's like, she teases me. Sometimes I'll give somebody compliments. She's like, Mia, now you know they look a mess or, you know, that. But she's like, one thing I will say, you give compliments just freely. Like it could be anything. You just give compliments freely. And I'm like, the reason I do it, I don't even realize I do it because I don't do it to be like for a motive, but I do like making people feel good. And if you ever notice when you give somebody a compliment, especially someone who may not anticipate a compliment or whatever, to see them smile or just do like, just do it. For those of you out there who don't aren't naturally like that, if you just walk up to someone like, you know what, I, your hair is just so beautiful. You know, somebody who's just like one track mind, they'll just be like, they're like, 
thank you. You know, like it just does something for people sometimes and you just never know. Um, I had a girlfriend who said that her mom never said she loved her. She wasn't complimentary and she never said, I love you. She said she always knew her mom loved her because of her actions, but she never heard it. And that was like, what? I'm like, what? My mom and me, girl, I can't, my mom, you know, I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking like, I can't even fathom that because that's your mom. How could she not, how could, what do you mean you've never? And that's why she wasn't, she never complimented people. Cause she's like, I never received it. So I never thought to do it. And she's like, it was an intentional training for me because I learned that, you know, how I was brought up. But it, I say all that to say, you just don't know what people go through and you know certain things go a long way and I'm not saying a compliment will save somebody from jumping or doing something but you know we already have enough slander out here um people the world just needs more love honey the world just needs more love so yeah it's really sad oh mental health is very very important and spiritual health too because I just feel like people just don't have anything to believe in anymore and people don't really believe in stuff anymore and that's sad you know um not to say I don't know what anyone's beliefs were but I just feel like an overall hopelessness when it comes oh that's a good word yeah it's an overall that's a good word and it's just like I don't know. It's it's sad. Like, I mean, it is good to, you know, of course, to compliment people and everything. But sometimes it's really like it don't matter how much you, you know, say good things to people. Like if they don't feel that way about themselves, it's just like, you know, it's nothing you can do. And it's just so sad because I know that like the people really close to them, they're going to feel like a lot of guilt. And that's a hard process to go through. Like, I wouldn't wish that on anybody to have to like but I also think too if you're close if you have um in your inner circle I think that in general even if you're for instance Regina King and her son I think that no matter how much she loved him and no matter how much she was there around him and supported him and uplifted him to your point he was already just probably so far gone in certain moments that nothing really could have and I think after people do commit suicide you always kind of have, I don't know anybody, knock on wood, that has committed suicide that's been close to me. But what I would say is is that I can only imagine somebody feeling guilty about, oh my God, what did I, did I not do something? Was I not there for them? Was I not, did I not, you know, see the signs and all these kinds of other things. And I think that no matter what you do, whether it's a compliment, whether it's, you know, being supportive or whatever the case, to your point, yes, People are already, depending on their situation, you know, people can just be so far gone and it's just deeper than anybody can help. Um, But, you know, definitely check on people as much as you can. I saw a meme the other day that said, you know, make sure you tell your friends that you love them. Like, make it weird. Like, say it so much that it's weird, almost. You know what I mean? Um, Because the minute someone's gone and they're just gone, you can't say anything to them Mm. so I don't know I I I don't know 
I had a friend that choked me in my sleep, you know? Um, and I think that, well, I know she suffered from depression and all these other kind of things, but she also suffered. I don't even know what you would call that, but she would sleepwalk. Um, she definitely suffered from depression because she, you know, admitted it and she, you know, was on medication for certain things. But yeah, I woke up, like I was in a nice sleep, like peacefully sleeping. And I woke up to her with her hands around me, on my neck. And then she just, and I'm, I woke up and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And she just started running around the house. And like, oh, I feel like I remember hearing this. This is a long time oh, ago. Oh yeah, this is a long time ago. This mm-hmm. was like in 2013. 2012 10 years ago um mm-hmm. but some of that stuff is very traumatic like that type of stuff you just don't <laughs> I mean you know it's tra- it's trauma for the person that's doing it but if you've ever been around somebody and witnessed um certain things it can be very traumatic I mean we also had an experience where we came into it with like a cop when we were on our way to um to Dallas and we got pulled over by this cop and it was this whole thing. And it was actually a black cop, which was so crazy because I'm like, I didn't expect this from you, you know? And she, my friend, she just lost it. She just like, once he let us go, like she just lost it. Like to the point where she was about to do something to herself. And it was like, it was beyond anything I could even control. Like, I didn't know who to call other than her mom. And I'm like, what, like, I can't call her. I don't know what to do. And this was the same friend that had her hands on my throat. So I don't know. You just, you just never know. You just never know, child. People act out in different ways. People just act out in different ways from different things from, but I'm just saying being a friend and witnessing Uh certain things and even certain depressions that she couldn't like come out of, no matter how much I would pray with her, no matter how much I would try to be there and support her. She just couldn't, for whatever reason, come out of that. It was almost like she had to make that decision. Um, but it's very traumatic to witness certain things from someone you love. Because um, you, you know, it, you may not understand it and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah. you know, it is what it is. It is, man. It's tough. And especially like, you know, in the black community, especially, it's just really hard to have like serious conversations about your mental health, mm-hmm. your mental well-being. Yeah. If you suggest anything like therapy, it's usually taken as an insult, never like as solid, you know, functional advice. It's just like right. you try to say something, you know what I'm saying? Like it's always just that defense, like it's so taboo. Or it's like go pray. You need to go pray. Just go it's pray about it. So go, go taboo. Go to God. Mm-hmm. It's so taboo. And it shouldn't be like that. You know, it's sad because it's better to do something than to like just keep ignoring your problems, thinking it's gonna go away and you're just gonna magically be more happy with your life. And it's just like that's just not the, how things work. You know, if you mm-hmm. have problems, you got to put forth effort to solve them, no matter what type of problems they are. So. And admit that yeah. you have the problem. Mm-hmm. So many people like to be the victim and it's always like, these are the things that happen to me. And it's like, when you think about it, we all have had things happen to us, different variations. There's different degrees, but there's things that happen and that are going to happen, which are outside of your control. 
And one of the things that I will say is though, it seems like, and I don't know if you agree with me or not, but it does, does it seem like to you that therapy is becoming more popular? Um, it is for certain types of people. So it depends. Like if you're part of the working, I hate to be like, oh, the working class and the upper corporate class or whatever that shit's called white collar blue collar but that is that's real so I feel like for a lot of people who are in white collar jobs and have the insurance that affords them the free therapy or the therapy at affordable cost then yes it's more normal it's more part of the culture you're in but if you try to bring that back to your other family family members or friends who may not have that it's like I'm not spending money on therapy. I ain't paying for that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, so it's honestly like a split, you know, and that's just how it is, especially with healthcare and how expensive it is to even receive care. You know what I'm saying? But what I can say is a lot of people are like finding alternative methods. So like meditating or doing those little apps because you got like the calm app and, you know, it's way more accessible now to kind of like get your mind right. So that's a blessing, but I mean, you also have to like, try to do those things. Like you can't like, you know, someone either has to introduce you to that, or you have to be seeking some sort of help, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's still just tough because some people are just so afraid to even admit or just embarrassed to admit that they're depressed or they may be feeling suicidal. Who can you tell that to when it's just like, you say that in a black family, they're going to be like, girl, suck it up. Like, what are you talking about? If you, if you don't stop talking on that crazy shit, you know what I'm saying? It's so dismissed. Mm-hmm. Not saying that happened in these cases. I don't know what happened in these cases, but I'm just saying like, stereotypically in the black community, suicide and especially like mental depression is like never talked about and very taboo. And it's, yeah. I don't, I don't see no real outlet to that. And that's just really in any community. Suicide is just super taboo. Like, who can you really tell that to? You know what I'm saying? So I would say the only thing I know, y'all, there is like prevention lines, suicide prevention lines. There's people you can talk to. Just find any reason possible to just know that like, shit, I don't even know you. And I care if you're alive. You know what I'm saying? I hate to hear stuff like this. So when people think that no one cares about them or no one's going to miss them, that's not true because I can hear a story about a freaking stranger and it will break my heart. So I will care. You know what I'm saying? There's people out there that love you and care for you. Um, and even if you don't see that those people now, I guarantee you, if you keep living, they'll come into your life. And as long as you love yourself, you know what I'm saying? Your creator loves you, whatever you believe in, regardless you know what I'm saying? There's love for you, period. So I just hope people, you know, can find it in them who are struggling with that to just, you know, hold on and and just take it day by day, because I'm a strong believer that anything can change like in an instant. So you can go from, you know, your worst life ever to your best life ever in a freaking week. You know what I'm saying? It can happen. So just try to remain hopeful. Um, I do want to put out there too, if um, I saw this earlier and I screenshotted it because I was going to put it on my page and it says, if you know someone who needs help, please call 1-800-273-TALK um, or text STRENGTH to 741-741. Um, also, I know at my last job, they had a, um, they had a, uh, a campaign going on where um, you could like 
I don't know, at this point you may have to Google, but like free hotline type um, methods and phone numbers and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, It is very much definitely a cost that's associated to going to a therapist or even virtual appointments, things like that. But, you know, they are trying, I think that we are trying to, as a, I'd hope as a society, trying to make um, as many available resources um, as possible to people who need them and who are willing and open to the idea. So maybe do some research if that's something that you even are open to doing, if you have never been to a therapist or even considered it. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> but yeah, so it's it's also just sad. It's just all very sad. So I don't even know how to pivot from this into yeah. something else. God bless everybody. Just God yeah. bless everybody. More we healing. love you guys. More we healing. Love, we love everybody. Love everybody. Um, yeah, I don't want to end on such a sad note. So let's lighten it up just a bit. Um, have you heard everyone talking about this Janet Jackson documentary? I have. I actually want to watch it. Okay, me too. But I don't know where where is this being <laughs> watched because I can't figure it out. Um, let's see. I just heard everybody talking about it, but I haven't seen anyone like post like where it's you know what they're talking about. But apparently, she dropped Janet Jackson dropped some tea about it's a two-part documentary tonight a lifetime oh i could see that okay makes a lot of sense lifetime yep cool yeah it's on lifetime because i saw some people watching on their computer on my stories um stringing it uh I'm just trying to make sure it's on my yeah it's on lifetime it says okay. that makes sense on lifetime that makes so sense. i <laughs> somebody was like um uh I mean if Janet I think Funky Dineva said this he was like I mean what who cheated on Janet y'all just need to get ready y'all need to go in y'all need to go home look at your man and just be like you know what I already know you're gonna cheat on me I already know just go on ahead and tell me when you're gonna do it or if you have done it because this Negro Jermaine cheated on Janet and if so he named another reference if so-and-so could cheat on this person and I'm thinking like we all know that it does not matter what you yeah I was a little bit confused Jay- at the, at oh it was the- Jay-Z and Beyonce if Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce we just I mean we just throw your hands up now ladies because y'all may gonna cheat it's like yeah, I was a you- bit confused by everyone's surprise <laughs> like I'm like why are y'all so shocked by that I think too there was a big surprise from the idea that probably Jermaine is not attractive. attractive. <laughs> I think that might is Jay-Z attractive like that. <laughs> I mean, but that's totally Jay-Z has been like, jokes of not being attractive like his whole time with Beyonce. And the only thing is that he's a boss, he's rich. You know what I'm saying? Jermaine Dupree is rich and, and a boss in his own right. So it makes sense. It's that power dynamic. Yeah. I mean, Jay-Z fine to me. Oh, okay, girl. He fine to me. He fine to me. He fine to me. Now, Jay-Z, and I'm talking about, like, excuse me, miss, era. Oh, I will tell you, I feel like. Jermaine is by no means back in the day. He was never fine. Now, he's never fine. And probably the next 30 years, he would never. And he actually follows me on social media. And I still, like, he's not. He just don't have no. I just. He's just not, and I don't know if it's, I don't know, money, there's no amount of money 
that would make him I don't even uh, I feel bad for saying that but girl, this could be your future client <laughs> yes JB or Jermaine he's very he seems like a very nice man and he is very talented but Jay-Z and again this is for me the excuse me miss Era. You know that is. What's your name? Oh, JC got some hits. Okay. He got hits. Mm. That's swag, baby. In that that time period for me, like what he doing now with these three locks, one going up, one going this way, another coming out. I don't know what that is. You know what's funny to me though? I find Jay-Z more attractive now than he was. Really? I do. Okay. Yeah. But that's how much I be liking people's vibes because I feel like he has a totally different vibe now. Like he's so like he just has a, a realer vibe now. Like he's maybe it's the locks. It, maybe it's the family man thing. He he's just older. He's more. He seems way more, you he's know. He's more probably just, I don't know, more chill. It's an it factor there. He, he just, he, he's got it now. I don't know. I mean, he had it then, but he handled himself very well too when he got his ass kicked by Solange. <laughs> That's admirable for that a man. Admirable. To just stand there and get beat up. And take it that was that was, very <laughs> interesting. that was an interesting time i still um, want to know what that audio said I oh it's gonna get leaked what, it's gonna get leaked it ain't over i want to know what that audio said is what i want to know everything comes out one of these days it's gonna come out girl <sighs> well that's all i got to talk about i don't know if you got anything else over there let me just think about this before. we're doing so good this is like oh my god we've been coming up here every other week for the last yeah. what three yeah, episodes now i'm loving it wait till we record for our birthday whenever we release where we're going there in a remote location totally we gotta put out remote. a bunch of videos girl we're gonna put out a bunch of videos like our youtube we gotta blow up our youtube we're blowing up our instagram we're blowing up everything oh and we're gonna we should do a um like uh like I don't know never mind I'll think I'll talk to you about that afterwards oh lord <laughs> no I was thinking of like I don't even know oh I mean I don't really have to talk about this but I do find it to be interesting what do you think about Kanye and the girl um the girl Julia Fox or whatever she's that force obviously kiss. yes we know he's only with her to make Kim feel some type of way but I just am like he loses so many cool points she's not even cute girl are they ever at least got somebody cute. cute girl Kanye I just I can't with him <laughs> apparently though this lady I'm gonna call her the lady because I don't know her but apparently this lady got some flowers from Drake too and I'm just like <sighs> this really upsets me and my homegirls like for real because it's just like Drake I mean you clearly have a type brother whether you want to admit yeah. it or not true true and it's like what the hell is up with that because you always rapping about all these black girls and stuff like this and you know but then you always <clears throat> low-key it's the Caucasians that you really really pursue and like that's your baby mama it's I don't know it's it's confusing it just really to each his own to each his own but it's just so interesting to me how this is really just fascinating to me how like men especially can be so immersed into black culture and they just like 
you know, they're so black, but then when it comes to who they want to be with, they don't want to be with nobody black. It's mm-hmm. so weird because it's just like girls that are really, really black in black culture. We want to be with people black. We want to be with guys black. So it's just, it's, it's just mind boggling. You know, it's like, I mean, I think we're just getting further and further and further away from the black family. Um, Yes, what yes, when a black man or black woman comes in contact and they procreate with any other nationality, we deem them black. Like the kids, they're black, right? They're all it's so it's a black family. It's a black family. But but is it really though? It's that's what we deem. And so and I think for a lot of and I think for a lot of black men as long as they get to still be able to say I have a black family it puts the curtain over who they choose to be with because ultimately they know no these are my black kids like you know like I like we've talked about this before when Tyrese married that what his last mother of his child mm-hmm. and she was like five percent or a quarter or and he was fighting on the breakfast club I mean, she was even like, oh, like, she was like, I'm not just black. Like, I'm Filipino. I'm white. I'm like, you know, and he was on the breakfast club. Like, no, she is a quarter. She is, she's black. Like, she's a quarter black. Why why is everybody saying I'm not with a black girl? I am with a black girl. She's 25% black. She's 50% black. Kevin Hart did the same thing. You know, like, I mean, I'm just, what I'm saying is these men are, like, yes, there's a lot to be said. I know that they- delusional I know that they um deal with a lot of flat because on the other side is Barack Obama which there had been reports on that too like you know when a black man marries someone who's half black or just even a little bit black we don't really say they're we don't want to say that they're black but then Barack Obama comes up and it's like oh no he's black even though he's half white so it's like I get yeah, but let's not act like okay all right let's but, act like this is not layered because it it goes deeper than just black is. and not black because it also is about the phenotype it's about the skin complexion if you want to be all, if you want to be 100 about it like Barack be, Obama go there he is mixed but he has the phenotype and the complexion of a black man like it's 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 not even just the blackness it's the fact of y'all go for a specific type that is anti-black features or anti-black even like history it's something about like the black family I don't even they love to be like are you black like you kind of almost have to ask yeah it's like are you are you are you black like they they like that like are you like I know you, you you know you don't look I know it's that I hate getting that you know like in terms of what that means cringy and you don't understand like and as a light-skinned black woman you just don't like guys fish for that they want you to say so bad you're mixed with some fucking exotic shit quote-unquote so they feel like they're like (laughs) I don't know in a fucking music video or something I don't know the black some people's mind frames are psychologically fucked up. up. It's mm-hmm. fucked. It's 
it's literally brainwashed. It's brainwashing to a certain extent. It's just like, y'all think that marrying outside of the traditional black families that you guys have grown up in makes you elevate in fucking class or something. It's sick. It's sickening. And a lot of the things y'all say has been carried over to these non-Black women. And then they go and spread this shit to Black women and make it seem like we're undesirable or whatever the case may fucking be. And it's just like, this is y'all fault. Y'all do this. You know what I'm saying? It all comes back to everybody pointing and blaming the fingers at black women and trying to you know why what I'm saying? we're so angry <laughs> why, why we, we can't get no man why are you always why talking we, about race we don't want nobody to have like that because i even see it i already know when a couple um, is released i'll read i'll look at the glimpse of the comments and i'm like i'm waiting for the angry black woman comments on this always. you know and it's almost like it's just so messed up it's, it um, is it's so almost like crazy messed up for me because people act like they can't understand why or what's going on people want to act like they act so oblivious oblivious like what no they're just like oh i don't say that when black women because when black women marry non-black men they don't go around spreading the gospel about how all black men should be bashed and like it's never that it's never that you know what i'm saying like usually when a black for the black women that i know that have married or settled down with white men or started families with but they tried it with black men first they tried black men first they want black men were the first pick and then the white people or the non-black people slid in and scooped them up because they gave up with y'all so that's the, the that's the key fucking difference it's because when y'all do it y'all bash black women and make it seem like oh i would never and it's just like it's, it's something real sickening about that like y'all don't find that like a slave master mentality it's crazy to me it's just crazy it's crazy i, I digress yeah it's just getting crazier <laughs> i digress because you will because that would be the angry black woman it's just like whatever you know you have that i just will never understand it like maybe because of like how i grew up and me like i, I grew up growing up I was one of very few black people in my school you know what I'm saying one of like five black people in the whole elementary school and then I grow up I'm working these corporate jobs in a corporate America I'm one of two three black people in the entire department it's just like if I have to live like that my whole life feeling like the minority why would I then want to make my household like that like I want to feel comfortable in my household I want our cultures to be one I don't want to have to feel right. like I have to explain my culture or something could get misconstrued within how we both grew up because we both grew up black you know what I'm saying uh-huh. or even even with my my children I don't want my child to have to go to the white side of their family on vacation right. and feel like they're the only black person there and and they're outcasted like I know what that shit feel like like I just I don't understand it you know what I'm saying but that's respect to you know people who feel that's the decision for them I know love is love and everything but like you said the black family is just slowly disappearing like there's very few there's very few and I'm okay with saying you know um the whole it's okay to be to say I'm mixed like just like it's almost kind of like you know and I get it society we do try we do make people pick a side a sense you know so I, I don't I'm not mixed so I don't know what that's like but I, I have had and have mixed friends who 
always felt like depending on how they grew up if it was on more on the white side or more especially if they looked more black they definitely yeah. could be like yeah I'm white so I get there's that <laughs> space of confusion for those people as well but it's also okay to be like you know yeah she's mixed you ain't gotta just be pushing the whole agenda of like no I'm with a black girl I'm with a black it's like yeah are but to your like, point especially the phenotype it's for it's, it's, it's that mm-hmm. it's almost like if she didn't have that skin tone she looks like a white woman like you know what I mean? yeah like she like i wouldn't really be able to tell she was sick but um i'm just saying it's, it's psychological it's okay to love who you love it's not okay to push this narrative or to push this agenda of you know these comments that I see it's like oh I won't date someone darker than you or yeah. you know you black girls y'all got all this attitude I don't got time it's been a it's lot like of that Hispanic, in the media lately Hispanic Latina they have attitudes just as bad girl. Like, people just love to just say well you black girls you y'all do this y'all do this y'all got fake hair fake this fake this. <laughs> and it's like well the girls who have real bodies or real mm-hmm. hair that are black women or real this or real that y'all got a problem with that too girl so, they got a problem just, with everything black women do i'm just gonna everything. put that out there it's because everything. it's never it's never this major outlash until black women start doing it that's it because when white women been doing fusions and all types of extensions and shit for 700 dollars, yeah. oh y'all don't talk about that that i could see her fucking fusions coming out with her blonde hair matte. like they've been wearing fusions since fucking 2001 so yeah. don't sit up here now because black women have made it a uh, trendy to wear wigs and stuff now y'all want to talk shit but when white women were doing it i didn't remember that backlash or that outlash same shit same shit going with bbls and shit because everybody now is is outlashing like oh the plastic surgery the the build of bodies but it's like y'all only are so offended by this now because black women are doing it because when when white women was getting bbls and boob jobs out the ass nobody gave a fuck Nobody said, oh my gosh, they hate themselves. They got a boob right. job when they were 17 and they yes. hate themselves and, they, and they're and they ruining their lives and their bodies. Y'all didn't say shit about that. It's only when black women started to do shit. Y'all feel like y'all have to police everything a black woman does and, and, and use it against her. Right. It, it's exactly. society is sickening. Like sick. sickening. Malcolm X said that shit right when he was like, the black woman is the most disrespected person in this fucking society. And it's true. Like we can't do shit. We can't do shit. We can't do shit <laughs> from the black man. We can't do shit from corporate. We can't. Do oh yeah. Like, don't even mention. Corporate. I personally feel like, yes, black men, they have it hard, but black women who are, are not supported by our black men. And Keep I'm talking. not saying all, I'm not saying all I'm just saying, you know, it's no secret that we could have more support from our black men when it comes to a lot of the issues and daily things that we deal with as black women. Period. Exactly. It's like we get no support, damn near. <laughs> it's like no support, no defense. Like it's sick. Um, keep talking, Mia. I'm just plugging up. Oh. Um but yeah, um, um, 
Yeah, so I just, you know, um <laughs> y'all, she on her phone. That's why she keeps saying um. <laughs> She's that but person no, that'd be like, go ahead, girl, I'm listening. And she ain't listening. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I just um I don't know. It's just it's interesting to to witness and to be around but I you know I just live my own little corner girl because there are a lot of black men that marry a lot of black women and when I say black there women, are full black men, there are black so I also want to highlight that too there um, are some. and almost and it's almost kind of like and I don't know if it's social media it is and I don't know if it's social media but or it's the pages that I follow but um it's I'm seeing more and more of it. Like I'm seeing more and more just support of black love and more couples that are, are, um, I'm seeing more marriages, more families. Now, you know, again, I I think it's maybe just the pages that I follow, but I also am very intentional about that too, because I do follow some ratchet. I, I do follow a little bit of ratchet. Um, but I also make sure that I'm following things that coincide with what I want to see um and you know I just love to be able to see all this um with the marrying and the marriages it's it's, like you said it's admirable and even if you don't get married just the people that are creating families with black women or you know um just just the togetherness of the units I'm I'm loving to see it all I really am you know my thing is saturated let's blow it up let's make it Let's make it everywhere, billboards, everything, mm. um, because we can't have enough of that. You know, Jews, every other nationality praises and celebrates their nationality. They love yeah. to stick together. They, they love, do. you know, they, <laughs> they love to do that. Even white people, white people love to pro- be with a white, they still love that too. They love that, you know? shit i know know? it's it's just the white women that's fucking it up for them (laughs) girl i you know they're just they're just they everybody black culture's in right now that's all i'm gonna say like it's in in right now like everybody wants to be black until it's time to be black put it that way they love the culture yeah they love the culture they love to replicate. They love the lips. They love the features. They yeah. love to like mimic. But when it's time to take a stance and to be black and be on the front line, and you know what I mean, it's like, yeah. oh well, let me just put up a tweet. Let me just do. Let me just do the bare minimum, even though you got black kids now. You know, let me just do it from back here because I ain't trying to. You know, it's like real weird. But, All I can say is my grandma said it a long time ago. She was like, a fad will always come and it'll always go and it'll always come again. And this trend of blackness, like, it'll be out. <laughs> like, I hope it lasts long, so? but it's just, it's just a fad. I mean, it's just like human nature, like things come in and things go out and go. Um, it's just fads and cycles and what's popular at the moment. And you know, we'll see what. Pretty sti- soon. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Excuse me. I feel like they're trying to erase the black culture. <laughs> Girl, that's I, what I'm trying to tell you. When like I, when I say that, I'm saying the it new black like culture. 
the new black culture. They're so it's rewriting be history. More of other people that have the black stuff. So you've got the lip, you've got the um, you've got the body, you've got the you've got the melanated, you know, tan, you've got all of these different just things where it's like you look like a whole black woman. And I feel like we're moving mm-hmm. more and more to that's black or that's more it's always been more in yeah but that's just for as long as that is popular I just feel personally that everything comes in style and everything goes out of style so like all these like heavy tans and the you know the baby hairs and the black the black culture you know the lip all that shit we're we're still gonna be black 20 years from now when the shit is if the shit's popular or not we're still gonna be doing our black things you know what I'm saying but 20 years from now it may not be popular for for white women to have long nails and you know what I'm saying to be wearing wigs and to it it just may not be popular you know what I'm saying to even be on hip-hop shit hip-hop could go out of style for all we know you know what I'm saying and this is why I just listen to the same 20 songs (laughs) from back in the day like you get in my car you gonna get some Joe You'll get some Avon. You gonna get some Tank. You'll get some Tank. You're going to get some Genuine. Girl, and on my rap list, you're going to get some Tupac. Tupac. You're going to get some Webby. You're going to get some Juvenile. You're going to get some Wayne. It ain't no new. I guess it ain't no new stuff unless it's like, you know, Young Dolph and, you know, certain bops. You know what I mean? Certain people. I keep my ear to the new shit, but I always go back to the old shit. Always. I always what's always gonna be just repeated is always my <laughs> old stuff like you said I'll have my ear to the street so you're like okay it's a bob, okay but that's about as far as I, I know because I'm always gonna go back and I'm, I'm really gonna go back to the eyes I'm really gonna take my ass back to the eyes but um but yeah so we'll like you said everything comes in and everything goes um I did want to say that I don't think we talked about this on the last show about Ryan Destiny and Keith Powers. Oh yeah, they should have been added to our breakup segment. That because it came out after, <laughs> and so it's. I love them like, too. They're so cute. I liked them. I really liked them. Mm. Um, and there's not even a whole lot of couples that I just really even be like, oh my god, like I just don't do that much. So mm-hmm. and it seems like everybody that I did do that over. They're just coming to the light as breakups. So it's like it's a lot of new phases happening, you know. Single people getting in relationships, relationship people getting single now. <sighs> married good. people acting single. Met, oh. Married people acting more single than the than the single single, you know. Uh, uh more available than the singles. Uh <laughs> it's crazy out here. Anything anything can happen right now. Anything goes. Shout out to Mer- uh, Mercury Retrograde. I think today was the last day. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, I think good. today was the last day. They said the new year in the, ends up coinciding with the Chinese New Year. I think February 1st or something like that. New, new something, girl. I don't wow. Know. But they were like, expect new possibilities, new beginnings, great I things. I feel it. I feel survive. it. If you survive mm-hmm. this retrograde, <laughs> be in expectance 
And so don't you I feel am it? Like, I feel I'm it. I'm like this. I'm like this. <laughs> Give me, pay me what you owe me. <laughs> like, give it all to me. Because I just am a magnet. Like, you girl. know, girl, adore me, universe, at this point. <laughs> yeah. We've been getting adorned. Shit. They've girl. Mm-hmm. They've been falling in. So that's that's all I got. That's all I got. You know. Um, okay, girl. Me too. I thought I had something else for him, but I think that was pretty we talked much about it. a lot. We did. Did Portia in um what you call it? Did that end? Girl, yeah, I don't want to talk about her no more. Oh, okay. Okay. I wasn't <laughs> I sure think if it, it was over. I didn't know if I saw like the last episode or if it was. Um, the, yeah, it's just over. <laughs> I think. Okay. It's just, it was, I mean, that was such a it silly was a series. It was just silly. It was yeah. just crazy. Nothing happened really. Her and Dennis oh, okay. arguing about the baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then it just ended. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay. To be continued, well, I saw she with her man in Costa Rica. Her man Simon. With a new uh <laughs> pulling up in a new uh what you call it? Rolls Royce. So you know living her best life, honey. Living her best life. Happy for everybody ain't able. <laughs> <laughs> she better soak it Shout up. Shout out to huh? No, I said she better soak it up. She better soak it up. Again, everything that starts has an ending. And I'm not saying they go (laughs) in, but live it up. (laughs) You know, while you're in it, be present, live it up. Shout out to you sent me a message today, ladies who list Atlanta. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out to that show. Love those girls. Um, and I think they're gonna do really well this season. I think that the um uh they promoting the, the hell out of that show. They're what? They're promoting the hell out of it because it just popped up on my YouTube um, timeline. Like I didn't even search for it or nothing. I never even heard of it. They just like popped up and I seen a bunch of comments like, oh my God, I'm about to get into this show. So yeah, a lot of people look seem show. to have liked it. It's a good show. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just happy to see real estate on TV. Yeah, for black people, black, for black ownership. Because I don't know any other show that's had an all black cast. Um, you know, for real estate. I know? thought that Especially. other black show on Netflix just—they just dropped in the, another black. Uh, yeah, selling Tampa. Um, yeah, it's pretty trendy right now. The black real estate shows. Mm-hmm. Yep, those are the only two. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just happy that we have those you know because I didn't know anything prior to that because I was always watching Selling Sunset I watched you know Millionaire Matchmaker um what's the other one of those shows um what's the other one um not Millionaire Matchmaker what was it um with my guy Frederick but what I like about listing million dollar listing this show is like it doesn't seem too it has a nice balance like it's not too much drama and it's still Girl, has, like, a keep lot of watching. like I mean it, it's drama but I even like the type of drama like some of the drama is about like the contracts and like how 
um somebody had like signed something like it's real like in relation to the real estate industry it's not just like petty like well I haven't seen the petty part yet but I like that it's all within the realm of the real estate world like these little quarrels they're having like about contracts Mm -hmm. and the girl was supposed to split the commission with her or some shit like that's some real stuff (laughs) yeah I mean that's that's like the only argument that's about real estate the other arguments are petty um okay I'm only on episode one so (laughs) yeah keep watching it's I'm not gonna bad talk even if I didn't like it I still wouldn't really bad talk it just because I know people don't have control over editing and now that I am in real estate now that I am no what I'm saying is even with selling Tampa you know it's 30 minutes of eight episodes and people have been comparing that show to you know these white shows that have been on air for five six seven years and Uh they're in California they're in New York it's freaking Tampa it Mm -hmm. is not a luxury market um, you know, there, this is a brokerage that is brand that's new. It's like, you know, they're tapping into a luxury market. So usually with your first seasons, you have the introduction of the characters, you know, you're kind of setting it up. For, what has been said? For, I'm missing it. What, what, what happened? So DJ Envy came out and said for selling Tampa, he made reference to, um, you know, selling Sunset versus selling Tampa and he was making reference to the editing however a lot of people took it like he was bashing selling Tampa Mm -hmm. but he was like selling Sunset they're always talking about homes they're selling homes selling Tampa no homes are being sold and he was like you know um he was like kind of embarrassing and so he wrote kind of embarrassing he said that he wrote all that was part of the cap all of um, that it was a little bit more into that too but I kind of see where he's was, coming from because regardless I, re, re, well regardless of like that it, all of his comment he's entitled to his opinion you know a lot of people took took up for the show and you had a lot of people that agreed with it but all in all one thing that we know is that they're not in control of the editing Two, for them to even have a show, they they obviously have had to have sold to even have attention and light onto their brokerage. Hopefully, my whole thoughts when people came to me and asked me about what my opinion was, was simply, let's, let's have the feedback. Hopefully, production and editing sees all the comments and they see that like, hey, we'd love for, to see more selling. We'd love, because they did sell a few homes on Selling Tampa. Yeah. Um, they sold some multi-million. Like they sold for them. them. Like, were they yeah, mad at him for that? Or I'm just trying to get the story because I don't know oh, the background. Yeah, there was like, a lot of people that did. were, yeah, that was, it was uh-huh. a big thing. Like, well, maybe because I'm in real estate, so I paid more attention I don't, yeah, to it, I've only seen one but, episode of that show too. And I can yeah. tell you just from off of the first, episodes like I'm more into the Atlanta show because it's, sure. it's, it's more of a balance with the actual real estate I can tell you that because when I first started watching the sell in Tampa I'm just like I was like hold up what's going on here because they it just it, mm-hmm. it immediately jumped in like all this drama and I'm just like what like yeah. I was just lost a little bit so I can see yeah. why he would say that because this yeah. um you know but to me I don't know if they got mad at him for that but it, to me it sounds like he was trying to like 
honestly take up for them like maybe let production know that they weren't being represented in the in the best light yeah yeah I mean he cleaned it up he came back and then reiterated his point but I think I think anytime you come out with a negative instead of being like yo this was a great show it's a great opportunity I think probably what probably should have happened though because it's kind of whack for production to say it was almost implied that mm-hmm. he was saying production so for people who kind of it went over oh, their head okay. and they just took it as because it was, was blaming the ladies you, you come yeah. out well you come mm-hmm. out with a negative you just come out with a negative regardless yeah. of who you're blaming it on he didn't say production he yeah. he basically made a negative point and you kind of had to read between contact clues yeah. I don't know too many bright people who have time to read in between context clues because people in the in the in the real world they'll take a headline and run with it. They won't go beyond or they won't watch the full clip. So it's not out of the ordinary for the majority of people to jump against him. But then you also had a lot of people that were like, "Oh, well, well, well. no, I see what he was saying because I do see what he was saying." And it's, it is just, it's, it's kind of unfortunate because like when they have these black shows, even if it is about real estate, they, they make the drama. They just, ba- they just bash it before it even gets off the ground. And again, no, I'm not, I don't agree with that, but I mean, I, I do. understand I, your I, point I, do. I mean, I, I, I absolutely It's do. your I point of view. So of from a lot of the do. comments that I saw, they, it was a lot of negative connotations and most of it was around why well, I thought these girls were going to be selling. And in my but see, I don't case, think that's like, bashing. That's like real criticism. And that to me is like, they want to see y'all selling. Like that should be a good thing. But it's not their fault. You know? My thing is, it's not it don't matter whose fault it is, but it's like feedback. If I, if you want me to consume this show, you know what I'm saying? And it, at least even have a chance of second season. Why would you not want honest feedback so that y'all can improve this show? So people, you know what I'm saying? Or, or more you know i think that feedback is one thing but people were bashing the care like people were bashing the characters as well put it this way Mm -hmm. i think this is my whole thing about it because like i said i've had people come to me in my i mean ask me my opinion i've had a ton of people ask me for my opinion on both shows obviously for ladies who list atlanta i have a connection to the show because i know a few of the girls and one of them happens to be my mentor but the other side of it is like this I don't care what reality TV show that I watch. Very little has to do with actual anything. Real housewives. There's a lot of women who've never been married. Not a housewife. Side chick. Like, it has little to do with the actual title, basketball-wise. There was probably two actual basketball, three basketball-wise. Like, there's drama. In my mind, I'm always thinking with reality TV, it's going to be drama. It's going to be some type of entertainment, some type of drama. So specifically when I see a bl- all black cast or all black show, that's never, I've never seen it. I love real estate shows. I love all real estate shows. Pretty much. I've all watched house, even house hunters from way back when trading spaces, like love real estate, love interior design. I've just never seen an all black cast and I'm okay with feedback. Nope. You're not going to get positive everything from anybody. It just was a lot of overwhelming negative comments. And my whole thing was, let's give it one more. Let's just make it to another season. Let's, let's say the feedback, right? 
hopefully the people who can actually do something about it because the cast is saying, hey, we, we filmed actual closings. We filmed actual us going out. Matter of fact, if you watch more episodes, they are doing showings. They did have a few closings, multi-million dollar closings. But people only yeah. got to, to me that, that that's even more of a reason why they should be called out. Like if they if they film that shit and, and these production companies choose not to show that and there's a white show to compare it to that. I mean, that's where the disparity lies, because like it's the same thing with Atlanta Housewives and then Housewives of Beverly Hills. They're going to compare those shows. They compare how Andy treats the ladies on, on Atlanta versus how he treats the, the white uh, franchises. So it's just like that's that's a natural comparison if you have this other selling sunset and then now you got this new selling tampa people are going to compare those two shows and if the theme of course of you selling can't compare tampa season one to eight seasons you can't do it so going back who says that season one of selling sunset wasn't a lot different than season one of selling tampa that's what i'm saying if it was if it was filmed in the same exact way and selling sunset was heavily drama based and they never showed closings on the very first season then yes i can understand that but if selling sunset was showing closings and all this stuff and drama was very a little bit of that of the theme then that's fucked up to have it totally reversed for the black the black version they both need to follow the same format that's all I'm saying. I, mean, I don't. I don't really know because I don't watch. All I'm saying is, is I just don't think people should attack the characters. Like when somebody says people what can you, have their opinions. What did they say if about they the feel characters? Like a show, because I don't know the background. Like you. Sh- I don't watch these they, shows. What I'm saying is, is that mm-hmm. if you feel like a show, I don't necessarily know if somebody should come out and people can have their opinions. So this is just me thinking out loud and from what mm-hmm. people have come and told me. It's like, oh, the show's trash why is it trash like the show was actually well put together the 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 production was good in terms of like how they showcased the women the drama there was no cussing there was no fighting there was no beating each other up like it I can't I can't say it was trash now your level of expectation may be different which that's fine because it's like okay you know I thought that they would be doing this 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 hopeful and all my thing was saying is with the feedback that's being presented, hopefully the people who actually can do something about it, which is production, the hopefully they do something about it. But you can't just slander the actual characters. Okay, that's why I'm just asking have, you, do you have any example of what 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 was said about the castmates? Because Yeah, was, that I people like no they're knowledge. saying it's trash. Like, you know, the the broker, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's you know, she, she's not selling luxury. She's not doing this. It's like, if you don't real, if you don't know what luxury is mm-hmm. in terms of the market, California, New York, they're totally different markets than Atlanta or a Tampa mm-hmm. or a Texas. Like it just, so just off of luxury in general, like these ladies aren't luxury. One girl didn't da 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 And it's like, damn, can they just get to a second season just to, like, this is just an introduction to who these people even are. It's a brand new brokerage. She's now breaking into luxury, which has never been done. And here's my, and really, it, I don't even want to get on the shows as much as in real life, how many of us Black people actually even use a Black realtor? Rarely happens. I'm just telling you, it rarely happens. Mm-hmm. 
in my personal experience, I have represented people of color who are buying from someone of color in the hood, in these gentrified cities, these TSU, historically black, older, they are represented by all white people. Mm -hmm. One situation that I had in particular was of a person who, it just so happened my client knew the lady who he was buying from because he grew up with her son. However, she was represented by a white person. She did not know that he had representation, which was me. So she, originally when she felt like she didn't have representation, okay, let's get the deal done. Let's let this, she thought she was gonna get both commissions. Soon as he was like, no, my realtor, da, da, da. Now it's like, oh, well, we have to wait. I don't, I don't know if my client is gonna be, mind you, this is an 80 year old black woman. So she mm -hmm. was gonna pretty much sabotage a deal mm -hmm. because you thought, because of your own assumption, Again, our job as realtors is to have our best interest of our clients. So just from a broader perspective, let's just take it off of the show and I don't go real deep, but I'm just saying like, we have so much to say, but when it comes down to real life, a lot of us deem white as better. Um, I have a girlfriend who sells multi-million dollar houses in my brokerage. Multi, she sells to white people, she, white people hire her, um, athletes, all the things. Some of her best friends went to TSU. They now are blown up in TSU, blah, blah, blah. Do they hire her? No, they hire the white people. But they'll be like, girl, they'll still ask her questions. You know, would she be wrong? Be like, no, ask the realtor. So how many of us, we, we love to tear it down or give our feedback on feedback on feedback. But when you think about the reality of real estate and just the whole idea about us even being able to buy a house anyway as black people just in general it was only like what 60 years ago where we could even own something 50 something 60 years ago fast forward we have all these white shows you know which they get critiqued to i'm not saying these two shows are above criticism i don't really care right i don't care about that you have your opinion your opinion but when you just when you've never seen it You've never seen it and we just get one opportunity, maybe two. Like, it's just nice to be like, damn, like, you know, like we knew it was gonna be some bullshit, right? In the beginning, because it's reality, it's reality TV. Um, but it just felt like with the slander, regardless whether it's production, whatever, it felt like it's almost like a complete teardown before it even got off the ground. That's all I'm saying. And again, it's not to say that people can't have their opinion. I don't really care either way. I'm just happy to see it on TV, just to even be like, damn, that's crazy that they said that or got into it or did this or did that. Like, I just like to see it because I watch all other types of bullshit TV and not bullshit TV. So that's my whole thing. Like, you know, Envy, is your realtor black? You know, do you use black realtor? Like, let's start there. Because a lot of us just don't. We just don't. That's something that me and a lot of my realtor friends, we still we, we have lots of conversations about that. Like, how is it that all these people, especially in the hood, you know, where you would think that, you know, I don't know if it's because we feel like maybe Black having someone, you know, white is better, or I don't really know. 
I mean, I do know, I do know, because I know a lot of us, <clears throat> some, well, sometimes people use even outside of realtors, you go to white dentists, you go to white doctors, some people, some people, they deem white businesses as better, they deem them as more professional, they deem them as more, you know, so I get that too. But it's just, it's just one of those things where it feels like people just want to tear it down before it even got a chance to really take off. It's the first season, you know, so feedback, comments, criticism, all I'm saying is hopefully the people that actually can make a change to the show will highlight what the people are saying they want to see more of because the characters definitely felt this happen. And hell, even ladies who list Atlanta, my broker, or not my broker, my mentor, Kiana, she came out today with a whole video. And she's like, I've been seeing it. Y'all saying y'all want to see more real estate. Y'all want to see more businesses. She's like, I have four, five, six, seven businesses that I'm running. I cannot dictate how they choose and what they choose to show. And she just said it today. She just had a whole video on it. She's like, I mean, we filmed it. She's like, we filmed it. We filmed the closing. We filmed the real estate. But what they wanted to focus on and what they wanted to show. And she's like, now that they've shown it, I'm on here to talk to you guys about the bullshit because that is part of the show. So I just think people are going to get whatever production shows. And hopefully, you know, if there is a season two, if people want to support it to even make it to a season two, my God, I hope we do. You know, all these other white shows, they don't give a shit what they show, you know. Um, hopefully they make it to a season two with this little state stuff. Because like I said, it's never been done before. So right. I just I just want but, the attention to be more so on like, like you said, criticism that actually can sub- maybe help the show make it to a season two or change the direction. But right. and that's there have been- my right go ahead go ahead yeah but there have been comments a lot of comments to where the actual characters have felt the need to speak out and defend themselves not even production just defend themselves because of the way people were coming at them so of course of course and that is to be said about reality television period you know what i'm saying no matter no matter what you know and i know i was like but my reality tv Right, right. But just like, I mean, you have close personal ties to this uh, topic, you know what I'm saying? So the real estate agents, the topic of realty, all of that, you, you're very closely tied to it. Now, if this was any other show, any other reality show, whatever, we would just throw out our honest opinions about the first season. Like we did, like Portia, girl, Portia, this show ain't it, it's trash. You know what I'm saying? So I I get it that because it's honestly like you feel so connected to the show that you may not want to hear stuff like that, but we no, give our, it has we give our opinion. Close to it. It has everything to do with it's never been seen before. We've absolutely, seen Love absolutely. and Hip Hop. We've seen Housewives. We've seen a Portia show before. Absolutely, but in order, but my thing- me personally I mean my thing is in order for us to continue to see these things we gotta know what what's gonna keep people watching so me me personally okay let me just finish let me just let me just get my little sentence out okay so me personally after hearing everything you have said (laughs) the thing you're most upset about is them bashing them putting the blame on the characters as opposed to the production but my thing is a lot of these characters have already spoken out saying hey 
we filmed this stuff, y'all. We filmed it and they're not showing it. Don't come at us. So in my mind, I'm thinking, well, well, damn, y'all as as castmates, if I can't uh, publicly uh, protest with the production company, I want the audience to protest for me. Like show the closings, show the shit that y'all aren't showing. And I'm going to take it as y'all got our back. You know what I'm saying? Because e- either either you make some friction or you don't, it's better for people to be complaining about it so that they have a chance to improve for next season than people to turn the channel and never talk about it again and be like, oh, this ain't it. I'm over it. You know what I'm saying? So me personally, if I had a brand new show, a brand new pilot, I want to know what's going to make more people watch next season. So whether it hurts my feelings or not, I want to know what the audience wants to see. And if the audience feels like they're lacking in the area of actually seeing closings, then that needs to be said. And I would rather that come out first season or not, because shit, if it bombs the first season, ain't gonna be no second season. So it's better for at least people to be talking about it. So now production knows why maybe the numbers have dropped or what they gotta do so that if they renew it, more people are gonna watch it and be more satisfied with it. So it's just like, I get what you're saying. Like it's a black show, give us some grace, but it's also just like, it's a black show. So we should be able to have the input there because we don't really get the input on these other white shows. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all don't care what we think about these white shows. So at least for the black shows, let us give our two cents about it. And then maybe you guys can adjust so that we want to watch it more because I would prefer people to at least say what's on their mind and, and, and at least we can improve than just turn the channel. You know what I'm saying? And then I don't ratings think any, Yeah, I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying that anything's wrong with constructive criticism. What I'm saying is, is that I just would hope that people will give it a chance so that it can see a second season, like share your feedback, but without just tearing the show down completely, like just, this is just absolute garbage trash. Oh, I can't. I mean, all these other white shows are so much better because of this. It's like, let it show first season, say the feedback, hopefully it gets another second season. And then maybe blah, 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 blah. It just seemed as though from the responses of the characters, they did not take that feedback as like, oh my God, thank you. Like I hopefully will get, it was like they had to defend themselves yeah but what they're saying to me gives the people more ammunition to go to go harder like if you tell me y'all it's not on me we film the scenes we film the contract they're not showing it then to me I'm like hell no why y'all not showing that shit like something ain't right here you know so if that's your people like drama but people also we can't negate that also people like drama which is I don't for me I don't know too many shows that don't show drama when it comes to reality tv with the black yeah but it's like it's about a balance with a show like this is really about balance and i just felt like they didn't have all drama no balance yeah i don't know i can tell a distinct difference from the atlanta show and the tampa show and the tampa show to me just got immediately into a bunch of messy shit shit that like had already happened and like it was no real intro to like the real estate thing you know what i'm saying like it kind of just hopped into drama so I didn't continue this to watch it. Too. I don't know. Both of them, both of them are, they have, I mean, have drama. I get your, you say your perspective on it, but if you keep watching ladies, from my perspective, Atlanta, it's, yeah. yeah, I only watched the pilot episodes of, each. yeah. And I can yeah. tell from the pilot, it was a little bit more actual real estate talk and contract talk 
on the Atlanta show. Like they actually spoke of like specific contracts and like arguments that happened about that. So just from the pilot episode, it had a different tone overall, but I'm happy both of the shows are out. All it's going to do is open more doors for all types of black realtors shows in all different cities. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It will be a franchise because it's, it's not about, it's just the formula. Once you get the formula. Yeah. This specific city may not be the hit, but imagine if Atlanta housewives just never got to Atlanta and they just stopped at Beverly Hills. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to just franchise it out and do different cities and see what hits. That's just what's going to happen. So, yeah. um, Yeah. I mean, I just, like I said, I, regardless of how I feel about it, I'm just happy to see both of them, both of these selling Tampa is an all black brokerage headed by a black woman. I'm happy to see it. Yeah. On the other it's side, it's a lot of black of things regard, on TV. Regard, regardless of a contract, regardless, like I said, there's no cussing, ain't nobody pulling no hair, ain't nobody, you know, I saw some closings, I saw some um, showings, and yeah. I also saw some drama. So yeah. it's, I, it's something more I can handle than a love and hip hop for, for me. Yeah. That's more of what I can handle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just happy to see it yep. on TV. I'm just happy to even see it know it exists that's it I mean beyond that in terms of like I want to see contracts being signed I want to see more conversation about blah 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 like I'm just happy to see these young women have an opportunity to share their businesses what they've got going on and in the midst of that with a sprinkle of drama if the sprinkle ends up being more based on editing well then that's just on them for me I'm just happy to see that the show's even exist yeah no yeah yeah definitely 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 yeah yeah well good for them I mean it's a lot of black uh tv shows out right now we're in a very good time so you know (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised like I said if a bunch of those other shows pop up all over Atlanta Nashville Memphis shit who knows just all the black Mm -hmm. cities across the fucking world probably um and um for sure I just watched the uh power book two last night and it was just like that with tommy or is that um this is the one with Tariq and the second chapter and mary j blige and oh man. okay is it good it's so good i need it to watch it so i need to watch it good it's gotten way better than what it was like it's, it's really better. good i'm on the edge of my seat it's giving me old power vibes it's fucking good um and then tommy's new show comes out next week so i'm really excited about that and then after that i think the week after that there's a uh, snowfall that will be coming back so it's a bunch of good oh TV yeah it comes out in february out. right yep and we are about to be in february january just flew by <laughs> no it did not it flew by to me girl i feel like i was just uh, saying yeah, happy new year I'm like, oh my God, we are still in January. Like, I'm okay. With it, I'm just like, that's crazy. I feel like we was just sitting here like, last me. weekend and I was like, I have no New Year's Eve plans. And you was like all tipsy. And I feel like that was just like last weekend. <laughs> Girl, I feel like I've survived like eight lives in January, but I've had a crazy January. My January's gone literally like this. Um, so <laughs> and I look up and I'm like, oh God, tomorrow is still January. Um, so yeah, I mean, typically months go by really fast. I mean, I'm okay that they go slow because actually 
I yeah. need this time. Enjoy I it, girl. Like, and I also feel like though I'm living more in the present than I ever have before. I'm always either thinking about the past, planning the future, and not being present in my present. Like that's been one of the hardest things for me to um, intentionally, um, you know, practice. Um, therefore, because I'm always planning my future, it my year goes by so much faster because I'm always looking for the next. Like, oh, it's like, oh my God, Valentine's oh my God, my anniversary. Oh my God, my birthday. Oh my God, Easter. That's like, that's oh so God, weird this. that you're, oh my- you're sitting in the presence, but it's making time go by slower. It does. It makes me, cause I'm, I'm crazy because when I plan for the future, <laughs> when I, when I'm, and when I say plan for the future, I, I'm like, in my mind, it's like, I'm rushing for the next thing. So it's, I don't know if it's just the way, you know, your mind is powerful in general. But because I'm more intentional about being still and being present and being aware of like where I'm at, smelling the roses, it's really given me time to just sit and not even think about what's to come. Like, I may not even make it tomorrow. Like, I may not even, so it's like, I want to make sure that I have everything in, I want to make sure I have everything that I, because when I really, and I don't mean to get too deep because I know we're wrapping up, but when I really think about things, and this is when one of the things that's helped me in therapy, it's like, when I think about where just this time last year, I would, knowing where I sit now is like a dream come true in my mind. You know what I mean? But I'm, but if I'm, if I'm planning ahead, I'm not realizing the blessing that I'm sitting in because I'm like, nobody cares about what I accomplished in the past. Nobody cares about what you did yesterday. Nobody cares about your sales that you had yesterday or last year or last month. They only care about, they don't care about what you're about to do because that hasn't happened yet. They care about what you're going to do today. Like, what can you do for me today? What problem can you solve for me today? Like, so it's just been an intentional practice for me to, to be present. I know that's okay. It does the exact son. opposite for me. If I'm present, that time gonna fly the fuck by. Really? Like, yes. Yeah. Like if I'm like just enjoying a moment, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. it's like I'm trying to hold on to the moment because it's gonna hold on by. Like it, it flies by. Yeah. It flies yeah. fucking by. And even with my son or like my son or people that I care about, it's like I'm I'm always I'm having to be intentional about it, but like because I'm my mind is constantly on the go, like somebody can be saying something to me and it's really important to them. But I I might be like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then my Girl, like, you do that so much. That's like say? my pet peeve with you. You do that yeah, all yeah, the time. I do that all the time. I Oof. do that all the time. And so I'm, <laughs> I'm literally trying to be more intentional about yeah. really being present. You didn't do that, that at least six times today. <laughs> yeah, I'm really trying to be, and it's only because my mind is constantly going, 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 and I have like two phones. So do I, girl. My two mind jobs. goes, and I got two phones too. Two jobs. Got to intentionally just listen whole to people husband, sometimes. Whole kid, whole mom, like whole mm-hmm. life. Like I just can't, and I have to realize that certain things are just going to drop. Like you know, I can't be everywhere at every single moment. I can only focus on what's right in front of me, and that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Because what's happening is I don't want to be a shitty mom. I don't want to be a shitty wife. I don't want to be a shitty friend. I don't want to be 
So I'm, it's just something I'm constantly, oh, at least I'm aware of it. You know what I mean? I'm aware of it. Yep. And I just got to get, I just got to continue in that and try to get better. That's it. That's all you can do. That's all I can do. That's all we all can do, girl. So that's it, girl. Yep. All I got. We're headed in the right direction. We're headed in the right direction. Every year you get better and better. You know, you, well, at least some people don't. But wiser and wiser. That's my plan because some people just get older and that's it. They don't grow. Mm. That's a whole other. That's a whole other. That's for a whole other day. A whole other podcast episode. Message. Just getting older. That's, that's my whole fear. Message. <laughs> message. <laughs> Marlon Wayne's voice message. Oh no, was that Marlon? <laughs> I think that was Dana. No, that was Sean. Yeah. That was Sean. That was Sean. Yeah, girl. Oh, oh child. Yeah, we dropped some gems on y'all this episode. Okay, <gasps> this is way we longer than what we thought. Way longer. Way longer. Looks good though. Yep. So you guys follow us on all of our platforms. Help us get to a hundred thousand subscribers on Instagram and YouTube yeah on youtube too i'm gonna go back to posting on youtube i have to be more disciplined there's so much it's just so much going on so much speaking of i need a password to instagram i got i had to <laughs> trade my phone in <laughs> walked out <laughs> yeah girl i'll get you caught up to speed girl no problem okay girl, okay, girl. <laughs> all right y'all Until next time let me get me a caught up okay yeah get, get me caught up chat get caught up chat Until next time, bye. (laughs) Bye.